Omis, welcome to another News of the Week. I'm your host, Mark11, and with me this week is a special co-host, RCP3. How are you going, RC? I'm well, friend. How are you? Good. Good. DKD is still off. He'll be back hopefully next week to grace us all with his voice. But until then, we're going to hold down the fort and uh, take you through the News of the Week. So this week we started with the editorial... The editorial is titled, We Are Still Here and More Inevitable Than Ever. So last week was a very tough time, Omis, and what what it really was was uh, like this perfect storm of sort of market conditions that were bearish. There were a bunch of Omis who were unwinding their abracadabra positions, which is where they'd taken in uh, wrap staked Ohm and they borrowed some stable coins against that and then bought more Ohm and then put that in and they've looped it up like three or four times. And then abracadabra decided they weren't going to support Ohm anymore after the migration. So a lot of the people who were into that protocol uh, just unwound their positions and when they unwound their position what it meant is they went the other way and they took the ohm and they sold it and then paid back their debt and then they took out more and then paid back more of their debt until it was kind of all paid back and then they could take out their initial geom and it appears some of them sold that as well so then on top of that we had some like bearish market conditions and some uncertainty from the migration the charts on the website are still not like updating properly so people are getting a bit you know bearish about the treasury dashboards but hopefully that will be fixed very soon i know there's lots of people working on it in the dow and then we pivoted to this kind of more we've survived the greatest test so far to olympus and now we're sort of this inevitable thing right because we've got this like 700 million or like 800 million dollar treasury that's sort of sitting there and it's not going away there's there's no, you can't get at it you can't redeem your own for the treasury so it's going to be there and then own will probably always trade at some multiple of what that treasury is so it's just a matter of time before own kind of eats everything in my opinion and then we had this like small list of like bullish things that are happening. And number one was Olympus is the largest DAO operation in DeFi. So most contributors, Olympus, right? How are you going to compete with that? They're all frigging giga brains working away in the DAO on all these different projects. And we're starting to see like some of them come out now. Treasury is not going away. Obviously, we're having about five plus partnerships a week. What do we have this morning? We had like Fiat DAO. We're doing a partnership with them where we're doing like a token swap, except for we get twice as much of their token as they get of Ohm, which is great for us, but they are like a new protocol. But they've, you know, had their token trading for like several months now and it's kind of found its market price. So, and they're turning off their liquidity mining. So that is bullish. And then we've got the grants program, which is about to launch its first cohort, permissionless OP coming up. So that'll be like a whole new marketplace where we'll be just earning fees. The new incubator partner announcement, which is going to be on Monday, the 17th. We've got V2 bonds, which are here today. We've got Olympus sub DAOs, which are stronger than ever. So redacted cartel bullish today. Recovered price recovered way back up to where it was. And then uh, Lobus DAO, who was just uh, sucking in an obscene amount of governance tokens. They have like $10 million of fracks sitting on their books, right? And <laughs> it's so crazy. 
And then uh, a new launch liquidity product. You might have seen the post from Goddess DAO. And we've obviously got the nicest community in all of Web 3.3. That was the editorial for this week. And then we had an update on V2 Bonds. Do you want to tell us about this uh, seed? Sure. And I'll just say great editorial. Plenty of bullish stuff. There's no shortage of bullish stuff at all. So uh, V2 Bonds, like you said, introducing... Really, I think the big two things here were one, automatic staking for bonding, uh, which really helps smaller OMIs who want to bond, uh, and that you're automatically staked. You don't have to spend the gas fees to uh, realize that. And you also have new vesting periods. So instead of the typical five-day bond, which humans have been used to now, they're talking about different vesting periods, whether it be three days, five days, or 60 days even. Uh, they were they were going over that as well. And with the current UI, I think you will actually be able to carry different vesting periods. So you can carry a three-day bond, you can carry a 60-day bond as well. So awesome stuff with bonds. Uh, and like you said, that was definitely one of the things where uh, uh, there's there's a lot of negative pressure because bonds were migrating and they were turned off. So they're turning back on at a great time. Bullish. So they've also, I saw this Hermes protocol. It's like a a marketplace, like a secondary market for mm. bonds because they're like an NFT now, right? Yeah, exactly. It's pretty cool. Very cool. OIP roundup this week. We had the Theca Somata Treaty. So this is from our friends over at Redacted Cartel. And they are an Olympus sub-DAO. And they've proposed this OIP, which uses this new function in the V2 contracts, where you can have your staked OM and then borrow OM against it. And why this is good because you don't necessarily want to have your pair in ohm or geom just because it's like always changing in price and then there can be some shenanigans with uh, sort of arbitrage bots trying to come in and sort of steal your rebases so what you can do then is have your staked ohm and then have that rebasing away but then borrow some ohm against it and then you can go and take that ohm and then pair it with your liquidity token and then the SOM is locked in the contract until you pay back your ohm so that's what redacted want to do instead of bonding in ohm redacted pair they want to just bond in naked ohm so that'll be like twice as much value of ohm coming off the market and then they'll go and they'll borrow like 50 percent of it against their stake dome, which they'll have stake rebasing away, which means they'll end up with the same sort of amount of liquidity that they have, except they'll be using some of their treasury butterfly to increase the pool, but then they get like get to maximize their own pair. So it's very cool. And it's like a new unlock for partners and it really encourages the use and denomination in Ohm, which is very valuable for us because we want everyone to like, you know, value things in Ohm for it to become a currency. So very cool. There's like lots of positive feedback. Uh, Zeus is the one who originally suggested it to Redacted. Uh, and then Theka Samata is this, uh, this, sort of underwater jellyfish seahorse thing. I don't know what it is. It's like, they've got some reason that they use it. It's like the butterfly of the sea or something, I yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Redacted's awesome. Uh, such a short time they've been around. So many cool things they've done. And like you said, they're pretty good memers as well with the with that jellyfish thing, like a somata. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I definitely. guess uh, on the theme of kind of Market conditions, I think one important thing to remember and one of the most important things about protocol and liquidity is being able to earn fees on trading. And for OM, that's kind of been 
uh, one of the silver linings when it comes to down days or heavy volatility days is that when money is changing hands, OM is changing hands so quickly, we are earning a little bit on all those trades. So on SushiSwap, we get 25 basis points and on Uniswaps, 30 basis points. So 0.3% on every trade. That's money coming in. That's revenue. Uh, and also a great way to diversify the sources of revenue coming into OM. So the other day on uh, we had January 10th was a pretty big down day, but the protocol generated $750,000 in LP fees, putting us over $30 million. So again, just a silver lining uh, when it comes to a lot of uh, negative volatility. Yeah, it's like the protocol's arbitraging, right? It's kind of saying, well, you come tell me what the price of ohm should be and sell me all the ohm you got, and then I'll just sort of uh, change the price of it over time. But then it's sitting there, right, owned by the protocol, and it's not being staked, which then pushes the APY back up, which encourages more people to come in and stake because they see a higher APY. I think it's pretty hard for people to make decisions at the moment just because the APY is sort of trending down to its new rate. But once I think it sort of sits there for a while, people will like have very much confidence in it. And I know there's like quite a few people who are like, uh, I saw DCF God posting about it, like he doubled down on his own position and he was saying well if it's the same fundamentals but like a tenth of the price then like um you know it's hard to go wrong so yeah so we'll see that but every time someone makes a trade uh the protocol's taking taking those fees and then we're going to see more own liquidity through these concentrated uh uniswap v3 pairs so i expect most of the volume will happen on uniswap moving forward rather than over on sushi swap mm-hmm. immunify bug bounties are now live so this was originally put up in oip like a couple of months ago and i think they're just like really getting the details correct about how the payouts are all going to work but there's a bounty up to 3.3 million dollars worth of ohm and that would be for like the most critical, like there's uh, you know, a potential to like hack our treasury funds or whatever. And then like they have lower levels depending on sort of what the risk is and sort of what could be exploited. So that's sitting there and we've done a partnership with Immunify and they sort of administer the bug bounty. And yeah, so so instead of hacking the protocol, people will come and the idea is, you know, make a name for themselves as a white hat and come and submit their bug bounty and then get paid out in Ohm. And this is particularly the person who did the bonding, right? Who where they like were able to get that uh, Ohm die bond and they made like, I don't know what it was, like a couple of hundred thousand, but they could have gone and reported it because the program was technically live, but it wasn't like fully like promoted and announced yet. They could have gone and like made like <laughs> three or four times as much by like just legitimately reporting it to Immunify. Anyway, they didn't. So shame, shame for them. Terra USD. You want to tell us about this one? Yeah, absolutely. So OIP52, which passed, I think a couple of weeks or, or a month ago, I don't know how time passes pretty fast in this, in this world. OIP52 was to basically have Terra USD, which is the stablecoin, decentralized stablecoin of the Terra ecosystem, come into the Olympus Treasury. I think it's planning to hold 33 to 5% somewhere in there uh, of reserves in Terra USD. So just another stablecoin asset that we're bringing to the treasury 
And then also kind of a new unlock, which is the Terra ecosystem itself. The plans are, as of now, to bond $1 million of Terra, like basically right off the bat into the treasury. And then Terra, uh, for the mutual benefit, will will buy some ohm. So kind of just the in, the unlock of more cross-chain liquidity and and also potentially Olympus Pro Partners on Terra down the road. So I'm not sure if you have any more thoughts on that, but I think it's super bullish. And I, I really like Terra as an ecosystem. Yeah, it certainly is. I mean, if you're going to be the reserve currency of DeFi, you kind of got to be everywhere. And this really kind of gets us onto Terra. And we're already on Phantom and Avalanche and Arbitrum and probably head out to Optimism and a couple of others soon as well. This is like a six month program to get liquidity of Ohm everywhere. So yeah, super, super bullish. And it's like more and more DAOs are going to be you know, wanting a reserve asset to hold in their treasury. And that's sort of really what, what this will be able to achieve. So everyone will be able to say, oh, okay, well, I, you know, I'm de-risking my USD stable coins in my treasury and I'm going to like hedge that by taking in some ohm. So strengthening the partnership with Frax is the next article we had, which was Olympus locking in the $7 million worth of Frax. I think it's more now, like $9 million for four years to further align the incentives and strengthen our partnership with our friends at Fract Finance. So this will be like the, similar to Curve, they have this like, you can lock it away and get more governance power. So we have like four times the governance power that we used to have, but also we get four times as much of the FPI airdrop, which is coming up, which is super bullish. Um, yeah, we've been partners with Frax since the very beginning, way back in May, I think it was that we first you know, had this partnership with Frax for like some mining rewards for bringing in the new bond um, pair of Frax Ohm. Very excited to see their protocol grow. And then like maybe we'll take in some FPI as a uh, reserve asset in future, which will be really cool. Next up, we had stormy seas and, a mar- and market volatility. Do you want to tell us about this one? It kind of builds on the uh, editorial a little bit, I think. Yeah, I was going to say it definitely builds on the editorial, just kind of recapping the last couple of weeks, which have been uh, pretty negative in terms of price action. But I think one of the one of the greatest posts recapping and refocusing people onto Ohm was, uh, I think it was Dr. Ushi Omi of the week last week, I believe. Uh, he posted a screenshot of a, a message from Jason, who is a mega bull, one of the people who keeps me so excited about the protocol. Basically, a list of 15 or 20 super bullish things that are going with an Olympus. Uh, things like Treasury growth about taking off very soon with the transactions lined up. New dashboard in the Treasury, which we've been waiting for for a bit. New stable coins and kind of a little bit of kind of redactedness to it. So redacted, redacted. Not going to say too much, but I think the last point, which Marky covered a little bit, was the best DAO in DeFi, the biggest and best DAO in DeFi, um, which will tie a bit into my bit of the week in a little bit. But <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Well, some people say they're the biggest DAO and it's like, well, if you want to, if you want to like be the biggest DAO, it's probably like, you know, one of these on-chain governance protocols like Solana, you know, they, lots of holders of Solana or whatever, but like, they're not a DAO per se. There's not sort of people working for the protocol being paid by the protocol. It's managed through like these foundations and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, so we had Mana in it, the efficiency of Olympus Pro now heading to Gamify, and this is about Decentraland and their like token mana, and they're like taken a look and said, well, why are we giving out mining rewards for Mana ETH when we could just own our own liquidity and then generate revenue from it? So there's like a poll live on their forum and you can head over there. The link is in the newsletter. And if you are a mana holder, please go vote for it. Then we had the Twitter thread of the week, and this is about the terror economy. Uh, And this is from one of our own contributors, Mugen. Do you want to tell us a little bit about this one? Sure. Yeah. I mean, Mugen is a is a faithful Agorian a genius when it comes to creative. Basically, any graphic you see produced by Olympus Agor was made by Mugen. Um, and he's also a fan of the Terra ecosystem. And he kind of does a mini thread covering a lot of stuff we talked about before in terms of uh, the Terra and Olympus integration. And he gets, kind of just talks about the maturation of Olympus as a protocol and how lowering API is not necessarily a sign of weakness. It's more of a sign of strength and development and maturation. Um, and I think, again, he, he brings that, he mentioned that the Terra and Olympus ecosystems are going to get along very well, and there's going to be a lot of mutual benefit between the two. So shout out Mugen for, for a great thread. Definitely follow him at CryptoMugen1. Yeah, Mugen's dope. Omi of the week. This week is Notch is the Omi uh, of the week. And he's really a great servant of the DAO. He's got a young family. He's from TradFi. He's got like a day job, but then he spends his nights, you know, sometimes like, you know, on calls. And then he'll be like, you know, trying to do like several things at once. He's a busy man, but he's very valuable to the DAO. And he brings a lot of experience. And he's really taken uh, a lot of the lead on some of the new marketing initiatives that are rolling out. And he's our go-to guy for marketing in the incubator and all the stuff we're cooking up over there. So you'll see a lot of that roll out in the kind of next week. I think like, so we've got uh, Fiat DAO, the like treasury swap with them at a 50% discount. And then we have uh, the uh, this uh, Jones DAO, which is, you know, a play on Dow Jones, obviously. But they're like this treasury management protocol being top built atop of Dopex. Um, and mm-hmm. they are proposing to give us 3.3% of their token supply. And, and in exchange, they become like our, an official partner of ours and a treasury manager. And they're like giga brains. And we're going to have an AMA with them as well. And then we've got this new uh, liquidity product with Goddess Dow. And then there's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> going to be like a couple of other announcements next week, which you'll really enjoy, guys. So, yeah, thanks so much to Nash because uh, he's taking the marketing lead on all those things I just mentioned. But, yeah, very, very hard worker in the Dow. Um, and we couldn't do it without him. He's like got a very dry sense of humor, which is very funny. <laughs> some of the jokes he makes um yeah so we're super proud to call him omi of the week and congratulations to him yeah and then we had meme of the week uh and this one's these giant kirbys do you want to tell us about this one yeah this uh this meme is basically a picture of a big kirby represented by olympus swallowing all a bunch of little kirbys uh and, and different layers so you can see the big kirby of the big olympus curry it's got rome attached to it it's got Odyssey attached to it, it's got a gore attached to it, and it's consuming Redacted, it's consuming Lobus. Redacted is consuming Fracture, which is consuming Convex, which is consuming <laughs> Curve. So you gotta have like the chain effect. And I think it just goes to show that Olympus is kind of the bottom, the bottom layer here 
where where everything is based off of. And uh, also shout out to the meme master who made it Shark Eleven. Uh, oh, yeah. Not related to not related to the co-host <laughs> on this podcast today. I but. didn't put it in. All right, like they it was there when I got there, and they were like, "No, we're not changing it." I was like, "Guys, come on!" Uh, so, uh, yep keep keep an eye out next week. We should have an extra special cultural product for you coming out, which will display a lot of omis in in a certain booklet. Um, one could say. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled for that. And then we had the State of the Dow update, and that was just a few updates about some, uh, very briefly about some of the uh, stuff that's going on around the Dow. Of course, if you want to join the Dow, there is still, we are a decentralized protocol. There is so much that needs to be done in the DAO and we always need more people to join. So head over to ask in the main discord um, and someone will provide you with the portal to head over to the DAO and then you can sort of pick out where you want to help contribute and see if your experience and uh, skills are well suited to uh, taking up some of the work over there. And yes, now bits of the week. Do you want to tell us about your bit of the week? What did you have a little tidbit for us? Sure. So I mentioned Jason before. He also posted a uh, going back to kind of like the the gigabrains in the DAO. He posted a couple basically former jobs or experience of some of the DAO contributors, and it's really crazy to see some of them: financial analysts, hedge funds managers, uh, founders, VCs. The kind of list goes on and on. And it's funny because you think of a DAO and you think of a bunch of anon shit posting on on Twitter and in Discord and you take a look at something like this and you see, wow, they're really very, very smart people <laughs> behind Olympus. And yeah. it kind of brings me back to when I first found crypto and I was looking at the Bitcoin and, and Bitcoin was under some volatility. It was actually like the, the big crash of 2020. And I almost paper hands, I almost sold out. But then I was thinking there's so many smart people involved in the space that I might as well just stay allocated. I, I'll follow them. Me and my smooth brain friends who are smart enough to follow the big brains will, will make it. So yeah. I, it kind of brought me back to that and, and my original introduction to crypto. So that's my bit of the week. Very cool. Yeah, I did see that one as well. There was like a, one of them's like a general partner at like a $2 billion like crypto yeah. hedge fund. Like, and then they're just like moonlighting, you know, helping out around the Dow. Yeah. So very cool. Um. So what what did I have my bit of the week? Well, I made a little post um, on Twitter, which was about the economy. And it's sort of this new primitive where you have a market participant who doesn't behave like any other participant in the market or any other player ever has historically. And that is Olympus. So all of the game theory about venture capital, about allocating your token supply, about how the person who you're giving your tokens to is going to behave changes. It's all like put on its head. And that's what we're starting to see now with sort of people becoming part of the economy. So if you allocate some of your token supply to Olympus, then and then Olympus endorses you as a partner, then you're able to like align yourself with like this huge collection of like these builders who are trying to have a shelling point around a particular asset that isn't the United States dollar or Bitcoin, right, which is super volatile or Ethereum, which is also super volatile. So there's these mechanics to try and smooth out that volatility which will get stronger over time the more liquidity that there is for ohm and then 
sort of seeing it in real time, us all being here, you know, watching these protocols come and say, here, we know you're never going to sell our token, so we don't mind giving you 3.3% of it for you to keep in your treasury and, like, be a good governance actor in our protocol and, like, you know, link us up with this, like, network of other people who are building on top of Ohm and want to be aligned with the values of that community. So it's an economic revolution in my opinion and i think we're just going to see it like accelerate right because this will be sort of jones dow will be like you know 10th or 15th protocol like something around there who've just come and said hey you know we're doing our tokenomics now and we want we want you guys to be a part of our community and you know we we know you're not going to sell our token so we're happy to give you like a nice share of it so that we can align and then you can be part of our community as well Okay, Omis, we will be back next week for an Asia Spaces on Tuesday. Hopefully, we'll have an interview of the week come out on Monday. It's uh, one we recorded back in December with Float Capital. It's taken a while to get it edited up and out to you just because we had a huge backlog over Christmas. And then we will have the Agora Insights on uh, Friday night, courtesy of RC, who's the editor of Agora Insights, I might add. And then uh, we'll be back for US a uh, dispatch on wednesday and then a usa spaces will be next thursday afternoon uh, pacific time 3 p.m usually might change we'll put a put a tweet out and yeah excited to see what happens next week with the announcements and please join us for an ama with goddess dow tomorrow at 3 30 eastern and then with jones dow at 8 p.m eastern on friday night and we'll see you next week Obi. See you next week, homies. Bye.